You are now listening to Failing Ads Up with your co-hosts, George Jr. Ibarra and Antonio Romero. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to the Failing Ads Up podcast. My name is Antonio Romero, and I'm here with Junior Ibarra. Hey, <laughs> and not much, man. I, I think we got a, a quick, you know, a good little break. You guys, the viewers that are listening, um, you guys didn't notice because we've been consistently putting out episodes. But Junior and I got a little break from uh, the podcast, and we're, you know, up and ready and excited to, to hit it hard again. Yeah, uh, being in the real estate world, it's getting crazy out there. So we had to do some catch up with our podcast, but we're super, super excited with our new guests, you know, coming up. And, and Antonio, actually, you know, just to hit on what's going on in your life real quick, mm-hmm. uh, you you leave for you, you leave for a trip tomorrow. Where are you going? Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm actually going to England tomorrow. I think we leave at like three. So going going across the pond. It's the first time. The only other place I've been outside of the U.S. was is uh, Mexico. So, you know, going across the pond, getting some fish and chips, it'll be cheeky, you know, it'll be a cheeky little trip there. So there we I'm go. excited for it. Yeah, I've never been across the pond, so that's on my to-do list. So you're going to have to tell me where to go when, when you get there, you know. So I got you, man. Fun, We're hitting like London, Liverpool, Manchester, oh, heck uh, yeah. Nuki, if anyone knows where Nuki is. We're going to hit all those good spots. So, uh, yeah, man, like I said, I'm excited for it. I'll see if uh, my British accent gets better because I'm, I'm really bad at accents yeah, oh, so we'll see how i do on that <laughs> that's awesome no that, that, you're gonna have a lot of fun and uh, we'll hold down the fort here while you're gone right so uh so now we're gonna transition right into uh our guest here we have maggie who is amazing and everybody knows her here in the des moines metro area and building some big big business when it comes to photography Maggie G photo, you know, is what she is known for here in the Des Moines Metro. Uh, our team takes pictures with her, my kids, my family, like she is the go to for everything photography. And so we're excited to talk to her about her journey, you know, because it hasn't always been this successful, right to start a photography business. And now not only does she has one company, she has two. So I won't spoil that. And she'll get to talk a little bit about that, you know, but everybody say hi to Maggie. Maggie, say hi to the crowd. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank we're, you. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah, we're absolutely. so excited to have you. And, uh, you know, again, like uh, failing ads up, right, is the name of the podcast. And we just talk about all of us have our different journeys uh, of how we've failed, but ultimately, you know, kind of pushed down the fear and went after it. Right. And so before we get into kind of the meat of your how you got into the business, like tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where did you grow up? Like, were you always here in Des Moines? Did you grow up here? Like, what, tell us a little bit about your, your childhood and how you grew up and all that good stuff. It literally grew up about two miles away from here. Oh, no uh, way. Yep. So one mile north of Southeast Polk High School. My parents still live in that area. Okay. I grew up there in Altoona in the country. So country girl. Uh, we grew up with horses. We had lots of animals and stuff like that. And then grew up showing horses. So I feel like... My work ethic started way young, um, but yeah, so grew up, went to Sally's Polk High School. I've always been in Des Moines until about 2014 to 2016, I moved to Kansas City, 
and then came back. And so, yeah, when I came back was when I rebooted. That's when you rebooted? Yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about that. Oh, cool. But yeah, I went to Southeast Polk and then went on to um, DMAC. Okay. And got a graphic design degree thinking that art related because I had started photography in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that maybe, you know, I could get like a big girl job being a graphic designer. So Mm -hmm. uh, during my general ed classes and some of my art classes, I spent most of my time in the dark room because I was way more like intrigued and loved that more than I liked anything else. And when I finally graduated, I was, you know, going to look for jobs and all the job descriptions, interviews, everything I would hear. I was like, no, I don't want any of this. Like they were like, do you like to work 12 plus hours a day and sit at a desk and never see the sunlight? And I was like, no. And that sounds horrible. (laughs) This sounds awful. Like I do not want to do that. So after DMAC, I begged my parents, my design teacher at DMAC had told me that her daughter had taught out at this school in Missoula, Montana. And my first thought was, my parents are never going to let me go. Like that, that just seems like an unbelievable thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I had talked to them and I was like, hey, I really want to pursue photography. Like I want to go to this school, you know, can I, whatever. And so they allowed me to go, which I thought was funny at the time because like, Nowadays, I would have just been like, yeah, I'm just going and never asked. You wouldn't think of asking, right? (laughs) Right. No, no. But then I was just like scared and young. Went to Montana. It was a six-week intensive course. So it was 12 hours a day, six days a week of nothing but photography and Photoshop. Wow. And I was like, I am in heaven. Like, this is amazing. But prior to that, I had only ever shot film and developed my own film. So digital was kind of like a new world. So that was 2005 gotten my very first digital camera. So I was like, I have no idea what to do with this. (laughs) Um, And at the time I had only taken like, I thought I was cool by taking like weird angles of like normal objects and making them look cool, right? And every time I would take a photo of a person, they never looked like I wanted them to. So I was like, portraits are not my thing. Like, no way, not gonna do it. So fast forward to school. During school, we would photograph each other and kind of play around. But I always told them, like, I hate photographing people. Like, personalities just don't come through the way, like, I see this person. And so as part of our homework assignment to, like, graduate, it was photograph something that you hate. And so I lined up all my friends when I came back home. And I was like, all right, you're going to model for me. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I did. And now I literally can't take a photo without a human in it. So, like, there's that first, like, fear slash, you know, it wasn't working out or whatever. And they, I challenged myself to flip it around. So, like, now I'll, like... Like, just for example, this podcast, talking's not my thing. Like, I hate it. I hate talking about myself. Just not, you know, my forte. But yet, here I am doing it because you have to do it. What if it turns out I love it? Just like that. Like, you just never know. You just never know, right? I always, yeah, that was just like a big thing for me. Because then, Mm -hmm. after that, it was like, my mission was. So, what was that trigger then? Like, so, how did you go from, I don't like it. To like, you got all your friends together and you're mentally like, I'm going to hate this to like, you loved it. And now it's your passion. So like, what do you think that trigger was? Senior photos. Okay. So at the time I was working, I I came back from school and got a job at Meredith Corporation, which was a really good job. At the time I was making very good money and 
probably too young and too immature for like the stature of the job, but it, you know, it, it was a good stepping stone. So I was doing all Photoshop work for them while also building my photography business on the side. So I would go to work for eight hours a day. I would photograph or edit after work and then shoot all weekend. So I would try and like stack up nine seniors in a weekend, three or what was that? Three on Friday, three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, three, mm -hmm. three, three. Just to see if I could like get that many done slash, you know, like just the little little goals. As I'm doing that, like you're realizing that high school senior photos are describing your personality or your high school career like in a photo, sh mm. photo, photo shoot. Bleh. You know, so like you have to really describe like who they are. So I started like digging into like asking them questions like, what do you like? What do you do? And making them different than what like our high school senior photos were, which to me, they were all like basically the same pose at the same park with yeah. the same type of outfit as the last <laughs> person, you know. So I, yeah. I was trying to make them different and unique. And so as I got to diving into more of like the personality of the person mm -hmm. is where like the photo came to life like props like different oh, lenses cool. like different locations like bringing out that personality rather than just like taking a photo of a person yeah and then over time i would get like more bossy like no move your face this way no yeah. you know like imposing and Take guiding more control them. Of yeah. yeah and yeah. then as years go on I would get my photo taken, which I absolutely hate or hated. I'm yeah. learning to love it now. But then that helped even more. You know, just wow. kind of like if I'm behind the camera, then I can tell you how to pose because I'm standing here doing the exact same thing you would be doing. So like just kind of like, I don't know, making what I see work and, and being, I don't know, bossy. Just, just growing through it too, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because so, every time I feel like I take a photo, it's better than the last one, right? Because you learn mm -hmm. something every time yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So what was, you, what as like, it, it sounds like you evolved, right? Like, so like, what, what did you like the most as you were kind of doing, going through that discovery process? Was it getting to know the person and getting their personality to shine through the picture, you know, based on the, the venue now you were picking based on your questions you were asking? Or was it, it, so is it the process of asking those questions and getting to know someone? Or is it like when you see the picture and and, and it exudes that that feeling you were trying to extract? Like what what what's what are those emotions? Yeah. Or what, what did you end up liking about it? It's 100% the execution. So okay. like as I'm like growing and changing, stuff now um you know i'm having other people help me and stuff and and i had asked someone had asked me the question the other day are you going to slow down on taking photos and i said oh god no hell no <laughs> like that is my number one passion i feel like because mm. when you take that photo and all of that work comes together you're like yep like i got this like this is I don't, I don't even know how it's to like the, it. It's like seeing the result of it, right? Like all the work you put into it. Yeah, then... yeah. It's like the final product. You're <clears throat> like, yep, nailed it. Okay, moving on. It's like it just lights a fire up inside of you. I just can't describe uh, it. <laughs> cool. No, and, that's it's how with, you... and it's with everything. It's not just like one section of photos. It's like the whole process of it and then just that like magic. And then, of course, it's the best hearing your clients go, holy cow, like I had no idea I looked like that or, you know, whatever. So yeah, just all of it. That's like super it. cool. I know what you mean. Cause like, for example, for me in the real estate world, right? Like I've, I've always told everyone on my team, like 
it's not like real estate is the thing like for me it's the now it's the passion i get from coaching and mentoring others and teaching real estate but then like seeing them like seeing it all click to where they go from not knowing how to do anything real estate related to like getting to the point where they're helping three to seven families a month just based on what they're learning and implementing like i get I, to this day i get That's like amazing. shivers just from like oh this is awesome to see that person just absolutely kill it you know and, and i get energy i get tons more energy from that than say going out and doing you know the real estate transaction itself right you know well, so and you're still helping yeah. in a sense right <laughs> yeah. you're guiding yeah. yeah that's awesome so that's kind of so i know what you mean like that it's weird to explain the the feeling the part passion. of it, the passion behind yeah. that uh, but everyone has kind of that that where 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 it clicks, right? Yeah. Like where you see, oh, this is what I like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Out of all the three hundred parts of the process, I like these four steps is when it really yep. all clicks, right? Or whatever, and now so. as like building, I'm trying to different or not differentiate, but delegate yeah. uh, all of the non passion related yeah. parts, and it's just so hard letting go of like that control because like. You've worked so hard to build it a certain way, and then, yeah, it's just hard to kind of like, what all is in here? Yeah. Relay it to someone else, and and then make sure they get it. Yeah, yeah, like another level of uh, complexity there. Yeah, right, for sure. <laughs> but also challenging at the same time. Right? Yeah, I feel like I was born a photographer, turning into like entrepreneurial, whatever. Like, yeah. photography would be like number one. Business is like say what now like yeah. we're still learning yeah 100 uh, still learning oh man yeah, i don't think that learning ever stops yeah, right because yeah, your don't think so. business evolves too and then you gotta yeah. learn new things and all that good well, stuff 2020 so. was a great example of that oh yeah i mean we've all forget i feel like it seems because it's like we're we're getting towards the end but yeah. it seems like no one's talking about you know everything that had happened in that yeah. Like it was hard for a lot of entrepreneurs. Oh, you yeah. had no choice but to like shift and move yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And let's hit on that here in a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so when, so you went from, you know, doing some work, you know, it sounds like during the week to, you know, uh, like doing your entrepreneurial stuff like nights and weekends, right? So, yeah. what, how long did it take you to go through that and then eventually say, I'm all in? forever it seemed like yeah. uh after this story gets very interesting so after meredith um i actually got fired because like i said earlier i was a, not a great employee and i don't think i appreciated the position at the time right and also i just feel like it wasn't meant for me so i had gotten like moved laid off switched around to like different areas to the point of like this is no longer motivating. I think I ended up in like the digital library, archiving magazines, like, you know, yeah. kill me now. <laughs> um, so fired from Meredith, I think then I went on to uh, Gannett. So another publication or uh, uh, Des Moines Register. Oh, yeah. Uh, they own the Des Moines Register. Again, doing like computer graphic design slash photography work or whatever. And then I had the bright idea to go to hair school. <laughs> <laughs> for six months I think uh terrible idea I thought that by incorporating that and 
um, photography, you know, I'd come up with like these glamorous, crazy photo shoots, not realizing that like I'm basically paying X amount of dollars an hour to be taught something and not making any money at that point, you know, during school. And you were still doing like photography stuff on the side? Yes, because that, that okay. was my well, – at that time, that was my only income. And then I think okay. – no, I lied. Um, I was also serving, which, again, it's not mm. my forte. Why I was doing all these, these things when there was that one thing in front of my face. But Yeah. Um, but we whatever. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. No, yeah. So then you were you, – you got – you were getting into hair. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then quit that because yep. obviously that wasn't panning out. Yeah. And decided that at that point, I feel like that was a good time that I moved to Kansas City. It was not long after that. So I think at that time I was working at Sahar's where I met your wife. Yeah. Um, so part-time non-photography related jobs. And um, just going through a lot of life crap and decided – Screw it, I'm going to go to Kansas City. But previously to that, um, I was still doing my business on the side, not full time. But in this whole span of like beauty school and just life in general, I 100% let my business fail. Like I would not get photos back in a timely manner. Like people would have to beg me to see their photos. Like it was awful. It got to the point where my little sister wouldn't even refer her friends to me because she was like, it's embarrassing. You're doing a bad job, you know? And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to go work for someone else in Kansas City. I just needed to get away and do whatever, you know? So Mm -hmm. I went to Kansas City and worked for a um, photography studio there. And why, sorry to cut you off, why Kansas City? Like, was there a certain reason, Kansas City, or just because, like, I it, just... It was this particular job. Okay. Or so I thought this job was more amazing than it was. I yeah. was going to be a senior photographer for a portrait studio, and then they ended up getting bought out by Live Touch, which, you know, oh, just yeah, yeah. burns my soul. So I quit there and then ended up working for another guy, which... Um, was a great learning slash what to do, what not to do experience. Okay. Um, definitely working for someone else as a photographer, you don't make the same amount of money as you would like being on your own. Uh-huh. So it was very low income, lots of work, but I was like a workhorse and I learned what I learned from him the most was like turnaround time and keeping people like excited about their photos and then also just giving a good experience, which I was obviously not doing previous to moving to Kansas City. So when I did move back from Kansas City, that was like one of my number one goals. I have to show the client's photos right away and then I have to have a decent turnaround time and I have to like stick to my word. You know, like I have to put all of my energy and passion into that. And so I did just that, and um, I think I went back to work for one month and then said, nope, and since then. So that was 2017. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So six years, five years, I can't add. Yeah, tw- what, what you said 2017, so yeah, yeah three, almost mm-hmm. five, five, you five, know, years? five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. five years full-time. That's yeah. awesome. But a and, business and it- for... Quite a bit longer than that, yeah. And it's kind of cool to hear, like, because I, I think a lot of us, you know, for all of our followers out there that are in, whether it's photography or real estate or anything else, like, we we all kind of, kind of, like, go through that journey, I feel like, or a lot of us, and, and especially as our guests, I've heard the same thing, myself included, just, like, you know, when I, I knew real estate was the thing I wanted to do, yet I was, like, trying 
MLMs, right? Like all these other <laughs> things on the side and, and like when in scared uh, to bite the bullet, yeah, scared to bite the bullet and go all in, you yeah. know? And, uh, but you learn a lot of things through a lot, like, like you said, even working for other people, uh, you know, things that you could use in your business that yeah. make you stand out. And, and, you know, I can speak to that experience that like, uh, we worked with a lot of photographers in the past and, that that little trigger you just said there like i get you know you you send us like five to ten photos like within like a couple days yeah and that sparks like so much like energy uh, you know being the consumer side of things and they're super awesome and then and then you do the rest later right yeah. so like it sounds like you learned that from working with someone else right? yeah well and, and i just saw how successful it was like they were like you're done already and i'm like it's really not that hard or difficult and i've come up now with like a workflow and a process to make it even easier for those sneak peeks but like just getting them excited gets you even more excited to then finish them yeah. and then just being like i guess it's just putting your energy into like that particular thing rather than like eggs in all the baskets yeah right yep. like you're just focused on making this one thing great and mm -hmm. then it just kind of shows like like you said like in your clients like then they're excited mm -hmm. and then they tell all their friends like oh i get my photos back in two weeks how long do you wait oh three months oh that sucks like <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. like i don't want to wait three months to show you your photos yeah. so you know just keeping everyone excited yeah the yeah. momentum the energy yeah right? yeah and yeah even just like piggybacking off of like what similar to what you were saying junior right i feel like a lot of people especially like the the younger generation they look at someone who's been in the business for like 20 years and they think like oh yeah you know they just they started year one and like they got to where they're at now they don't realize that there's so much ups and downs during that time you know so they try to like compare themselves to that person when they don't realize like they've already been in the game for so long you know what i mean that they're just like oh they just they just as no, soon as they started, quitters. they were just always like that. You know what, what I mean? We're just not quitters. Yeah, yeah. It's literally that persistency, right? To yeah. never give up. And yep. like you're saying, Antonio, like that that's kind of like our thing, right? Like people don't see – like there's a picture we have uh, on our upcoming social media channel, right, where you see a guy, you know, standing on top of a mountain raising his hands, right? And uh, yet like – below behind the mountain or on the the mountain is actually made up of a bunch of words that say fail 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 fail, fail. you know and that's truly what it is yeah. right like <laughs> i feel like if you didn't fail you're not learning if yeah. you're not learning you're not growing and yeah. if you're not growing you're dead right yeah, yeah. so and it would be really boring if everything was so easy and perfect. I yeah. mean, people love to complain. What would we complain about? Yeah, right, right. Like, <laughs> if it's so easy, yeah. it would also be very boring. Right. Like, no, no passion, yeah. no energy. Yeah. Like, like, here's yeah. a million dollars. I mean, yeah. it sounds yeah. nice, but. Yeah. But does it, I mean, I just, then it also doesn't feel like it would be like. Like it was appreciated as hard, or, yeah. right yeah yeah you got to get through that mud yeah. to appreciate all the flowers yeah joining the, the process right? yeah, like, yeah. And, and also learning who you become you know yeah through those rough times right right and so that's crazy all right so 2017 you went all in um and have been since then so like since the inception of 2017 kind of walk us through those next few years and then we hit 2020 right so like what are the first three years of the business, uh, like going back and remembering, like what were the highs, what were the lows? Uh, I mean, winter is always hard for photographers because there's just not a lot going on at that time. And so every winter I would just, you know, be 
scared or wish I would have saved more or, you know, like on that kind of like get by path, you know, like, or so it seemed. And I mean, it, it would continually grow, um, you know, and like, cause I just, I can't stop. So I just, you know, I'm always saying yes to jobs and stuff like that. And I feel like over the, those last couple of years, it's really like defined more into like what it is now. I've never wanted to like pigeonhole myself to like just weddings or just babies or whatever. Cause I do feel like I love the fact of being like a family's personal photographer for life or whatever. Um, so I feel like over the time, over time, I've kind of just, um, you know, forced things that direction or whatever. And then 2020 hit and I seriously thought that, you know, I mean, I was kind of scared. So I was like, the whole world can't just shut down. Like that's, Mm. that's not reality. I kept telling my boyfriend JC, I was like, that, that doesn't see how we do this. How we like that. All the questions. Yeah. Yeah. And that all started what around like March, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So already like a slow season for photographers so at the time, previous to 2020, and this is embarrassing to admit, I did not have any sort of client management system or whatever. I was the queen of like my calendar being very stacked with notes and to-dos and all that kind of stuff. And it was getting kind of hard because I was getting bigger and bigger and it was getting more difficult to remember all the things. So I said, well, since I'm not doing anything else, I may as well learn how to like make my business better. Mm-hmm. So already just trying to like stay in it, right? I didn't ever want to fail. There was the um, porch photos and all that kind of stuff that came out. So that was kind of starting to generate some revenue. But still it came out like a great time because I had already planned on like not making money that month. Like like every other winter and yeah. whatever, you know, or maybe not not making money, but just slower. The seasonality. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I invested in HoneyBook, which is like a client management um, software system that kind of helps you automate things, create invoices. I oh, know cool. you guys have seen them because I've yeah. sent them to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we've paid it. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Always. It, yeah. It'll, it'll harass you yeah, if yeah, not. It's all, yeah, yeah. Did you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's automated, so I don't have to fight you That's for it, awesome. right? That's um, awesome. So I started that. And um, and cherry blossoms are always kind of like that first springtime um, mini sessions that I do. So I was just like, I'm just going to see if hopefully by then life is calmed down. Like we didn't know what was going to happen. Right. We didn't know how long so it was So I was just like, nothing. push it forward. And I, in my mind, years past, I had always thought these other photographers like always book in advance. They're always like booked up a year ahead of time. Like, how can I do that? And so here's my opportunity to say, here you go. Like it's March. You can start booking for May. See what happens. It was outside. I can use a long lens. You know, we're touching anyone, you know, and all my clients were really safe with me wearing a mask, being outside, yada, yada. So at that time I started collecting deposits via HoneyBook and then it, I generated uh, invoice, you know, for their sessions in May. And then, you know, people started saying, well, we just want to start booking fall. Cause like, we don't want to, or we want to help you out. Like a lot of my clients are amazing. I've had them for 
you know, many years at this point now. Like, I think the first newborn I ever photographed will be like 14 or 15 this year. Oh, so, wow, cool. you know, they were just very helpful in like, you know, let us pay our deposit now and we'll book it for the future. And so that kind of generated not only booking way ahead, uh -huh. but then gave me an income for the moment and something to look forward to, to like keep the business going. So I'm very fortunate for my clients that like just don't ever want me to fail, which is nice. Um, but also just planning ahead, you know, so 2020 actually brought me my studio, which is incredible because I feel bad for a lot of businesses that did not make it, but I'm happy and proud of like what I had done and, yeah. and did. So via COVID, uh, Mainframe had a lot of people who just didn't feel comfortable going to the office during um, quarantine and all that kind of stuff. And I found it a good opportunity to sneak my way into a building that I'd been on the list for for over four years. Like, wow, wow. yeah, it, it was definitely not easy to ever get into. And so that was just kind of like that next step and like a big step, like paying rent on something and whatever during a, a crisis. Yeah. It just seemed <laughs> a global crazy. crisis. Yes. But like in my head, I thought if I book X amount of sessions a month, like there we go. There's, you know, studios paid for, yeah. you know, and that kind of stuff. And I thought possibilities to rent it out, whatever. And here we are two years later and I've upgraded studios now and like, yeah. So I feel like I just can't stop Yeah. because then, you know, I've created now a second business. That's so amazing. <laughs> so you feel like, okay. do you feel like it's like the, all the momentum that you had, like all that work that you were putting in over the years? Like, yeah. And I feel like I just can't stop. Like I'm never going to be one to hold still or slow down or mm -hmm. what's retirement mean? Like, like yeah. it's just not. I just, I, people are, you know, talking about like that hustle, hustle culture lately and just how everyone's like work, work, work and how they're sick of it. I just don't think that I'm meant for anything else. Yeah. So like, I just got to keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, you know, some of us are wired that way too. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm like, what, what am I going to do if I'm not like right. hustling? Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, just putting in that work, like twiddle my thumbs and watch yeah. more Netflix. I don't know. You know, yeah, no. I got my couple shows, but that's about <laughs> it. You know, like uh, just to unwind that night. But I like, I get passionate in interacting with people and like, yeah. and, and you get that by doing something you're passionate with. Right? Yeah. So, so that's cool. So I heard this the other, literally two days ago. And it sounds like you took advantage of this. And so the guy said, never waste a crisis. That's a good one. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, and, and, and like, so you, you know, a world crisis hit. And instead of you saying, I'm going to sit back and watch Netflix, you're like, I'm going to learn how to be a better business yep. woman. Yep. And you got a, a, a CRM, you know, a customer relationship module, right? To yep. put all your people in and, yep. and be more organized. You even took advantage of like, Oh, people are leaving this building. Uh, I'm going to take my chance to get in there, like you said, and yep. get my own studio. Yep. And so you didn't waste that crisis at all. And now <laughs> everyone's like probably like trying to play catch up with you Yeah. Uh, because you have the location, you have the studio, you have the the CRM now that's more automated and staying in touch with your clients in, an, in, an, in a systemized fashion, it yeah. sounds like. And, and it's creating so much additional momentum that now you opened up a second company, right? Yep. So tell us about that. Okay. So I, since uh, working for the company in Kansas that I learned the good and bad things from, um, he had had a wedding team. And so I always told myself, and this, that was in what, 2015, 2016, 
that I always wanted a team because I always joke that I need to be cloned, right? Like, because there's just so much to do and, and whatnot. And so I always thought it would be cool to create a team of humans that photographed like me, gave a similar experience, you know, all edited by me, but yet I could have like four or five weddings going at the same time. And um, just this last year, last fall, it finally just all kind of came together. Um, and I just, just with like 2020 and the wedding industry kind of shifting and changing and maybe just my own personal like needs and wants of weddings, I want to do more like meaningful, intimate, small weddings. Last year I had a few like a taste of a few that were only like four hours long and the couple wanted two of the four hours to be all about them. And to me that meant means more than like a full on production. Like, do I love those? Absolutely. Cause there's the chaos and the drama and just like the moments and helping people and stuff like that. But as I get older, I just want to like be more picky about like, you know, what I do and stuff like that. So with that came the team. I also wanted something that was like more affordable and for everyone, all the love, you know? So we've really like got this group. I think there's six of them, six photographers. And then I have an admin because I knew eventually I wouldn't want to be like so much part of it because I need it to be like running itself. So I have Angela, a past bride of mine, who is like the best hype girl. And she's like a little entrepreneur herself. So she's the admin and kind of runs the honey book and the clients and that kind of stuff. And basically will end up like replacing me in a sense. Um, and so then we have all of our little like crew out there photographing and she's running the show. And then hopefully I can just stand back and watch it grow hey you know? let's go <laughs> so that's the plan but um we already have five weddings booked for this year wow and that's awesome we're working on some 2023 and Heck just yeah. kind of getting our name out there and that's so cool we just did um we did a styled session out at decades event center um in west des moines and that was amazing like just seeing them like kind of thrive i i gave them little like training tips and then I kind of let them go and do whatever they wanted with the couple and to both of the couples were couples that lived in my building downtown and so I have now have everyone all the older people in the building coming up to me going oh my gosh those photos are beautiful like people I don't even know wow. so like obviously the team is doing a very good job and like the word is getting around so, That's so hopefully cool. soon it becomes as successful as the other one and yeah, I don't know. Now, yeah. now I have to think of something else to do. Right, <laughs> a third well, company. Like, what's next? <laughs> there is, there is that, but we're we're uh, we haven't fully developed much. Oh, yet, there you go. There's, All right, there's, peak. There's Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. here in about a year or two years, we're gonna have you back, and we're gonna be yeah. talking about that one, right? Can yeah. You, uh, <laughs> say the name so that that way people can you know go of to your website. Crew? Yep. Oh yeah, the Love Life Crew. So it's lovelifecrew.com. It's the Love Life Crew on Instagram. It's super cute. We uh, our slogan is "Let us be the best part of your day." Wow, Every okay. time I've done a wedding, people will always be like, "In the past, now I've kind of like helped pick great vendors and stuff like that." But in the past, sometimes I haven't always worked with like the best vendors, and so I would always get told like 
you're the best thing that happened today. Like everything else kind of failed or something went wrong, but like you were the best thing that ever happened. So I was like, all right, all that's right. our slogan Heck now. Yeah. There you go. No pressure. Yeah, no right. Pressure I know crew. you're not putting yeah. any pressure yeah, yeah. on <laughs> And why'd you, why'd you choose the name? So my boyfriend came up with it. Oh, we okay. were, we, it actually originated with, I wanted like the breakfast club because my oh, crew is okay. kind of like a crew of like, I wouldn't say misfits, but they're all like different types of photographers, but they all love weddings, right? But they all have like something a little bit special about them in some way, shape, or form. And so I thought The Breakfast Club would have been a cute name, but turns out on social media, it's the hardest <laughs> thing to like find names oh, and stuff yeah. for. So um, I don't know. I just wanted something with like love and whatever. And he just spit it out one day and I was like, all right. That's it. That's what it is. So you're like, ding, ding, He's ding, ding, the ding. naming king. So does he get sure. does he get like a cut off the? Off of no, he doesn't need a cut of yeah. my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he gets a cut, I want that finder speed because I need to help it out. He's just very supportive. So that's all. That's all he needs, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So now you got two. So how is it managing now two? Oh my gosh, it's a lot. I just feel like all I do is read emails anymore. But it's good. Like like I said, I can't really hold still. And I feel like after getting that, um, you know, client management system and just uh, defining things more with MGP, it just became like I one of those things where I'm like, I'm not really nervous about it anymore. I'm not like worried it's not going to make money or I'm not worried it's going to there's not going to be any bookings. Like at this point, fall is almost booked. May is completely booked and there's like minimal in between. So I feel comfortable. And so I got to a point where I was just like, all right, what's next? Like, mm -hmm. Let's just do it. Um, which is a good and weird feeling, right? Because you always feel like there has to be something more you can be doing. But I feel like I've done what it needed to do and now moving on. And now the Love Life crew is getting to a good state. And now I'm like, now what? <laughs> what do you think was like the one thing that like made that possible? To where the the point is like you're this busy right and you're not having to be worried anymore like what was that one thing that like mindset yeah for sure i feel like in the last couple of years i was always like why me or why does this happen you know or just complain or i didn't appreciate i don't think what i had and just being more grateful i feel like for just the little things like my returning clients, like don't be greedy. You don't need a billion new clients, like take better care of the ones you already have. Like, I feel like just like, I don't, I don't even like mindset. I feel like is huge. Like I've had a few people ask, like when you go full time, how do you know it's going to be successful? It's like, well, you got to work hard and have a lot of faith. Like, how do you know? There's no right answer. There's, there's no answer to that. Like, uh -huh. You just have to know and put, like, if you're putting in all of the best energy and, and your, you know, mindset is great, I feel like it all just kind of falls together. Uh, but that, you know, is a challenge in itself mm -hmm. with social media and comparison and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that's you just got to stay on track. That's so true. I mean, you, you like... The mindset of just never giving up, right? Like yeah. kind of mentality and like, and if you're having fun and ha passionate about it and putting in that hard work, like it's amazing how things come to life, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, like it is hard, especially in social media, how you say like comparing yourself to others, but like 
one has to like kind of put those blinders on and just focus on well what do i want what do, what's what's what is my mindset what am i going after right and and get after it right like yeah. there's no other thing but to do like because if you don't get after it then you're gonna fail well someone else is gonna do it <laughs> yeah. instead yeah. right like yeah. nothing i feel like is original anymore so yeah. like if you are stuck stopping comparing like you just got to stop it for yeah. one because you're never going to do something like like I'm never going to do something like you you're mm -hmm. never going to do something like him like it's just you got to be your own self and don't look at what other people are doing because maybe your way is different and better yeah you know? yeah I well, feel like with like comparing yourself it, it can be good if you use it as a like competition like oh junior just sent an appointment I want us an appointment now you know it's good in that sense at least that's what I think like, motivation yeah use it as motivation but don't use it to bring yourself down right, right. and yeah. that's hard that's a good way to put it's it it's hard I mean I'm guilty of it too yeah. like there's yeah. been we times where I'm like oh so and so already has a team like I was gonna do that first okay. you know but yeah. I wasn't ready for it yet and had I started it then maybe it would have failed probably eight times by now but you know, and that's always like a timing thing too, right? I never knew, I, or I said I wasn't ever going to start something else until I was super happy with where things were. And while that's not always reality, it worked out that way, I guess, yeah. this time. So. That's so cool. Well, yeah. no, yeah. And and again, another kind of piece within all of that, I like you said earlier, I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, it's really hard in today's world to just come up with something super original, like innovative, like no one's ever come up with it. Yet, like, there's so many cool people, so many humans on this world that, like, when you, even if you're doing something kind of similar to someone else, like, your energy, your personality is so unique and, and other people can relate to that energy, right? to that personality, and you know, with you versus someone else and, and vice versa, right? Right. And so, you're, you're doing it your way. Yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. people feel that energy. I'm a big person in energy, right? Yeah. Like you can just feed off people's yeah. energy. And so people just feel that, right? Yeah. And so, and that, that helps with that momentum, right? So, yeah. I think that's such a good point because it's like you guys are, are saying like people want to be original. Like, oh, I want to, you know, I want my experience to be different. But like you're saying, Junior, you're put, you're doing everything your own way. You already are making it original. Yeah. You're already making your experience different than the person next to you. Yeah, there's that no other true. Maggie right. out there just like right? you. Right? Yeah, you are I unique hope not. on this world. You are. <laughs> I want to no be other, the only one. <laughs> yeah, there's no other Antonio the way Antonio is right. and, and et cetera, right? So yeah. it's just like we gotta we gotta like give ourselves a little grace there that man we are meant to be unique and yeah. be who we are right so yeah we get after it right but, right i mean i feel like if tiktok has shown us anything there's yeah. so many interesting humans <laughs> uh, out there for real and i think it's awesome it like is. be unique and yeah. they have guts for showing up every day and and doing that too yeah. that is something i don't know if i can get into yeah <laughs> i i tried it i'm not that consistent with it but you know we'll I see we'll, we'll keep we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens but uh well awesome well this has been yeah. so cool so what's next what's next what's coming next for you oh there's there's so many things different avenues i'm kind of at a standstill right now on what i okay. want to do there's about and i did this when i went to start the love life crew there's still about three or four things that i want mm -hmm. but it's like when and in what order so mm -hmm. we're not there yet but right now the love life crew is getting up and started and there's you know still a lot of hands that i need in there yeah and definitely. then you know, just keeping my clients happy Heck and yeah. moving forward. And then who knows? We'll see what's 
what 2023 brings, but I, we're going to focus hard on making 2022 its best. There we go. So, That's so cool. So yeah. where can, uh, like, well, a couple questions and then we'll ask you like where people can follow you. But, um, yeah. so if you are, you know, talking out to the people that are out there, our followers and either they're thinking about, you know, jumping all in into photography or, or they're, whatever their entrepreneurship journey is like, what are, what are your top two recommendations out there for, for our followers on what you would suggest uh, for them to like take that leap or, or what pieces of advice would you give? They literally, literally just do it. Like Nike says. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> take- but, but for real, you don't know if you're going to fail or succeed until you try. So mm-hmm. there's no, there's nothing wrong with just trying it and seeing what happens. Um, A book that like sent me over the edge as far as like no guts, no glory, let's do this is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. It is such a good book because it's the best on like mindset, right? Which I feel like success is all about. I'm I'm gonna say most things in life, in my life success wise, all come back to like mindset. So just having the right mindset putting the right energy into it, right? So like you don't want to half-ass anything because if you're half-assing it, your clients are going to see that and they're going to half-ass respect you, Yeah. right? So if you're giving your all, they're getting that experience, you're getting it back. like, And then just one after the other. I don't know. Mm. That's my advice. There you go. You heard it it. from Maggie herself. (laughs) So uh, random questions here just to shoot out to see, uh, okay, what's your favorite color? Ooh, red. (laughs) All right. Favorite food? Uh, pizza. All right. Yeah. Uh, favorite TV show if you have one or movie. Oh my gosh, Shit's Creek, absolutely. Shit's Creek. Yeah. All right, there we go, there we go. What do you got, Antonio? Other questions? What's oh, your favorite random, photographer? Random questions. My favorite photographer? Oh my gosh, probably my photographer, Raylan Ramey. She's okay. the best. All right. Who's your Who's your role model? Role my model. Role model. Probably my boyfriend. Hundred percent. Right. He is the reason I'm starting business number two. He is. He really? is motivating. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and can we can we give him a little sneak peek? I mean, I know you told us a little bit about what he's doing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What what's uh oh, your what, boyfriend doing now? Okay, so he owns the Des Spencery on Fourth and Court downtown. They do uh, CBD, and then he has Delta Eight and THC stuff out in Kansas City at DrSmoke.com. So oh, cool. he went from having no business to two businesses in the time of like three years. What? Wow. Very successful. Cool. Yeah. So, so he's expanding and growing still. He just is nonstop, no fear, none whatsoever, and like the best, like motivator so for sure cool. wow. well, well yeah we'll yeah. probably have him on, on an upcoming episode so you, that'll be cool should. too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool so cool well again thank you so much and so for our followers followers out there where can they follow you where can they find you on social media uh on your websites uh yep. any any social media profile where can they see you yep so uh instagram is maggie g photo sorry uh-huh. <laughs> website's maggie Facebook is facebook.com slash MG photography, I think. Still need to change that. Yeah. Uh, Love Life Crew is the Love Life Crew on Instagram, lovelifecrew.com. 
Awesome. Well, there you have it. And we'll also, once this episode goes live, we'll also post all those links below so <laughs> people can click on that Yay. and y'all can schedule it. And uh, again, thank you so much for spending time with us. I hope you had fun. I did. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. So you got a lot of awesome energy. So, all right. Uh, Antonio, what do we got next? Yeah, yeah. No, th thank you, Maggie, so much. We really appreciate you, you know, like you're saying, taking the time and everything. So um, we also want to thank everyone that's listening for continuing to support, continuing to come here, you know, every single time that we post uh, an episode, so really appreciate it. We got, you know, Junior and I are fired up. We're excited to c continue rolling out more and more episodes for you guys. And, uh, you know, continue to give us some feedback on our social medias and things like that. And um, like I said, we are excited. Remember, failing adds up. You better climb that mountain and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in with us on this episode of Failing Ads Up. Till next time.